just mentioning Der Spiegel, the German newspaper, they have an account, they say, that Russian soldiers actually discussed the killing of civilians in Bucha by radio. German intelligence services have um, either, they've got information via there, they've either leaked it or reported it, that Russian soldiers said that Ukrainian prisoners of war had been shot dead after being interrogated. If that, of course, is uh, vindicated, if that proves to be the case, that will provide more evidence for those who are trying to look to see if war crimes um, can be ascertained on a legal basis and perhaps, in due course, prosecutions actually laid and prosecuted in a court of law. So let's just check in on the latest political reaction to the now 40-plus days of war in Ukraine. Let's take ourselves to Washington, D.C., and to President Biden, and Simon Marks can bring us up to date with his latest utterings in cranking up the pressure on Russia. Simon, how are we doing? Yes, absolutely, Martin. Just before I address that, I think it's worth just mentioning that one story we're going to be looking at uh, in detail over the next few hours are reports that the Speaker of the House of Representatives, Nancy Pelosi, uh, is planning to visit Taiwan on Sunday. Oh. Uh, reports that overnight have absolutely infuriated the Chinese. She's uh, going to be uh, in uh, Japan uh, and is supposed, according to Japanese uh, sources, is planning to travel to Taiwan. There's been no confirmation from her office of this, uh, but she would, were she to travel to Taipei, be there uh, to celebrate the anniversary of uh, the US-Taiwan Relations Act. She'd be the first Speaker of the House of Representatives to visit uh, the island since 1997, and the Chinese are firing shots across America's bows, warning them that this must not take place or that there will be substantial consequences. So we will see what the White House says about that uh, today, coming as this development appears to be coming, right in the middle of efforts by the United States uh, to continue bending over backwards not to provide uh, the Ukrainians with fighter jets or a no-fly zone for fear of goading uh, Vladimir Putin, and yet yesterday ratcheting up the sanctions against him even uh, to the point of sanctioning uh, the Russian leader's two daughters, although the details of that are almost as opaque uh, as uh, the details of what we know about Vladimir Putin's two daughters. The White House was unable yesterday uh, to cite specific assets owned by uh, Maria Putina uh, or Katerina Tikhonova uh, that may in fact now be seized or frozen by the United States. President Biden addressing a union gathering in Washington D.C. yesterday indicated that as far as Russian sanctions are concerned, he's thinking long term. Just in one year, our sanctions are lucky to wipe out the last 15 years of Russia's economic gains. And because we've cut Russia off from importing technologies like semiconductors and encryption security and critical components of quantum technology that they need to compete in the 21st century, we're going to stifle Russia's ability and its economy to grow for years to come. Folks, This is the United States, and we're taking additional steps in lockstep with our allies and partners 
to raise the economic pressure on Putin. And a lot of those steps, of course, were unveiled yesterday, including news that the Department of Justice here is now joining investigations into reports of Russian war crimes in Ukraine. Uh, the Attorney General Merrick Garland, uh, in the final public appearance that he was making here before yesterday, disclosing that, like so many others in Washington, D.C., he has now tested positive for COVID-19, yesterday made it absolutely apparent uh, that... Uh, uh, the Department of Justice uh, not only is prepared uh, to join the State Department's investigation uh, of uh, Russian war crimes in Ukraine, but also that the Department of Justice is heavily involved in enforcing some of the new sanctions that were unveiled here yesterday. It does not matter how far you sail your yacht. It does not matter how well you conceal your assets. It does not matter how cleverly you write your malware or hide your online activity. The Justice Department will use every available tool to find you, disrupt your plots, and hold you accountable. So every evidence that there are more sanctions to come from the Biden administration, although one has to wonder how much they've got still up their sleeves and why there's anything at this point still up their sleeves as these absolutely horrific reports continue to emerge from Ukraine. And interesting is Barack Obama's in town, I think, as we were reporting or having a conversation about Simon. Um, of course, that gives everyone a chance to revisit 2014 when Crimea was annexed. Yes, including the former president, because remember it was on his watch in 2014 that Vladimir Putin seized Crimea and then paid only a very moderate price for it as a result, uh, many uh, foreign policy observers in Washington argue, of inaction by the Obama administration. So yesterday, at an appearance at a conference hosted by the Atlantic magazine, Barack Obama was in revisionist mood. I will say that as somebody who grappled with uh, the incursion into Crimea and the eastern portions of, of Ukraine, uh, I have been encouraged by the European reaction because in 2014, uh, I often had to drag them kicking and screaming to respond in ways that we would have wanted to uh, see from you know, those of us who... who describe ourselves as as western democracies picking his words there very carefully because what he was essentially saying yesterday flatly contradicts the facts of what took place in 2014 it was barack obama himself uh, who put restrictions on weapons transfers to Ukraine at one point intervening to stop the Americans from supplying the, Ukra the Ukrainians uh, with Javelin anti-tank missiles following the annexation of Crimea. And indeed, this argument that it was all the Europeans' fault was mm. met with derision yesterday. Kicking and least, screaming? Really? At least by the Portuguese foreign minister of, at the time, who took to Twitter shortly after that appearance by Barack Obama to say, no, Mr. Obama, we were the ones who were doing the dragging. You were the one who was doing the kicking and screaming. But it is interesting that, you know, he senses that there's now going to be an intensity of new focus on what happened in 2014. And he's definitely trying to
trying to get out in front of the curve in terms of uh, rewriting history there. And just to check in on the other story, we spent a lot of the last few months talking about COVID. We've got numbers about 1 in 13 prevalence in the UK as of now, and the NHS is nearly falling over because so many people are sick. How are you doing over there? Well, it's ticking back up, and uh, it is particularly ticking back up uh, here in Washington, D.C., where, of course, once again, we have a government, this time not the, the government that initially did it, but a government headed by a president that, to- that has told everybody that it's safe to remove their face masks, and so everybody in Washington has. Uh, and as a result of that, people within the administration and within what is known here as the Washington elite are going down like nine pins. Yesterday, we had Vice President uh, Kamala Harris's Director of Communications testing positive for COVID-19. The aforementioned Attorney General Merrick Garland, the Commerce Secretary Gina Raimundo. Uh, there have been a host of other figures connected with the White House, including several White House correspondents who have disclosed publicly that they've tested positive for COVID-19. Uh, the source for many of these infections appears to have been the Gridiron Dinner, which is an annual uh, politically focused dinner that took place in Washington uh, earlier this week and which, of course, by chance, was a dinner, the theme of which was uh, indicating that we're all returning to normalcy now that the pandemic is over. So, I mean, I don't know, you know, it's it's just baffling how many times did this city has to go through the same thing again and again and again. <laughs> did your ticket before... get lost in the post, Simon, <laughs> well, for I, that one? I'm, I'm afraid I never attend these things, Martin. No. Uh, 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 mostly, mostly I say as a matter of principle, but of usually course. because I didn't get invited. <laughs> but also in this case, very wisely, to make sure you didn't get, uh, get, get, get sick. So, Simon, yes. good call. <laughs> Absolutely. Worth making the point briefly that the big White House correspondence dinner is still taking place and will also be a super spreader event that I will not attend. <laughs> Simon Marks live for us in Washington, D.C. Thank you very much indeed for that, Simon. That's my time on air done. Jim Diamond will take you through the afternoon. I'll see you tomorrow, 10 a.m. LBC News.